are they not training dogs to sniff out COVID? COVID? I thought that they were. Yeah. Like, how do they... Do- it's got to be scent training. We got to look more into, like, how scent training is done. But then again... Oh, like, it's definitely scent. Well, for sure. Because I, I remember, like, talking about scent training when we were talking about, like, the different types of training, like, for your dogs. And we were talking mm-hmm. about, like, the hunting and stuff like that. So, so I don't know if it's, like, you get, like, literally a Petri dish of, like, COVID and get the dog to smell, like, what? Smell it? And then, like... Yeah. Like, how would you eat... Diabetes? Like- I smell the sugar. <laughs> Boopity 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 boop boopity boopity snootsies. Hello. Hello. My name is Vero. And my name is Heidi. So today's episode, we decided to look up different organizations, companies, uh, different associations, all in support of dogos and um we found i think a whole bunch so i don't know if you want to do the back and forth thing again barrel yeah and and just jump right in but um, let's do that i found like some super cool ones so i'm gonna start with like i don't want to say it's boring because it's very important (laughs) but there's like really (laughs) cool stuff that i found that i'm excited to talk about all right so the first one that i found is called pjack canada what I know. And um, what it is, is it is a Canadian association. So it's the Pet Industry Joint Advisory Council of Canada. And what they do is they provide leadership and communication uh, between all pet industry sectors uh, through resources, training and advocacy to promote the highest level of pet care. So their vision is to be the leader in advancing and developing a vibrant pet industry and working together for the well-being of pets and their families. And um, their values are collaboration, excellence, responsibility, and leadership. So it's actually a really cool and informative site. And they have like all different areas to go in. So there's like a section for businesses. So like businesses can register uh, with PJAC and they have a blog, they have events that they do, they have an award show where they give awards out for like business, for like quality products, for oh, that's um, great. yeah, different stuff like that. And um, they are, I believe, in a, like a nonprofit. And they, so they rely heavily on sponsors and they've have like a quite a few big ones, but uh, yeah, there's like a lot of information on their website. It's like super cool. You should check it out. They have like an education section. They have like events. Um, virtual ones, obviously, they have seminars that you can attend, and just a lot of information to be shared on their website. So I would uh, share. Yeah, we'll have to share everything Everything. that we we share today. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that we share today. Mm -hmm. So I would kick, I kicked it off with that one to start. I'm gonna kick it off with a big company. Mm -hmm. And because a lot of people use this company and might not know about this this um, uh, section of it or setting of it. So Amazon is apparently a large contributor to animal welfare programs. So they have the Amazon Smile program and you can choose uh, any animal welfare group and it does like at no cost to you. So apparently they contribute 0.5% of every sale that they do through smile.amazon.com 
Now, 0.5% doesn't look like that much, but so many people order through Amazon that it probably adds up to a lot of money. So you can shop through smile.amazon.com or if you have the Amazon app on your phone, you can activate it by going uh, through the app settings. And if you are an organization and you're not registered for that, you can definitely um, learn how to register your, your organization, Amazon. So I think that's pretty cool. Cool. Imagine all the people that shop through Amazon. I know. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so the next one that I found is less of a company, but more of an individual who started like several different projects. And so this guy's super cool. And he is a dude by the name of Jesse Frieden. And uh, I believe he uh, resides in California in the States. And um, he was awarded Best Dog Photographer in the San Francisco Bay Area and then also Best Dog Photographer in Los Angeles for his uh, fine art pet portraiture in 2010, Ooh. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I guess with his success went on to um, take uh, start a few different projects. So one of the projects that he heard of, and maybe some of you guys have heard of it already, was called the Doggy Gaga Project. <laughs> and he I've never heard of that. And he photographed um, dogs in Lady Gaga costumes. <laughs> so I don't know if <laughs> you were awesome. like 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 he has like a little Boston Terrier and like do you remember when she wore like the caution tape like around her? Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And I, I dressed like that once for Halloween. Yes. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I remember this, this made me think of you like big time. I won tickets. I know. Lady Gaga with this costume. I, I remember that. You got the <laughs> phone call at work. That was hilarious. <laughs> I did. But uh, there's all these photographs of these dogs in like Lady Gaga, her signature like outfits. And they are, they're like super cute. So another book that he wrote or project was, it's called Finding Shelter. So I believe it's a book, but I think it's just like so freaking cool. So he took like portraits and it's called Volunteer Portraits of Love, Healing and Survival. So he didn't just photograph the dogs. He photographed the people volunteering in, with several different organizations and dog rescues and stuff like that and told their story. Like, so the people got to tell their story about why it is mm -hmm. they volunteer their time to these organizations and like all this stuff. So like, even when you click like on the page that like, it's just a little snippet of each person's like so there's a beautiful Aww. photograph of them and a dog and then you can read their full story but it has a quick little snippet so like one is this one of like a woman with a like it looks like a pit bull type dog in her lap and she's just like like embracing this dog like so sweetly and lovingly and it says um her name's linda and it says i've been volunteering for 10 years i come in every day uh, after work and all day on the weekends. I want to make sure the dogs who need a blanket or just need someone to sit in their kennel with them have that kind of support. I believe that's Aww. our job as volunteers. So it's just like super sweet and like like I might buy this book to like look at and yes. like because it's people talking about like and not just like adults like there's children on here too and stuff like that and so I think I'm going to support this guy because I think it's just like 
it is number one he's like an award-winning photographer so the photos are like stunningly beautiful and um with like these cute little stories it's kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen like on the internet like the humans of New York where they just like bump into these random people and tell yes. their story it, mm-hmm. it, it has very much that feel to it except it's all okay. like a- animal shelter volunteers we should do animals of ottawa we totally should we should do like doggies of ottawa Ooh. doggies of ottawa all right your turn all right <laughs> my next one i think we both found this one is mm-hmm. lush mm. the store that you walk by and <laughs> And can smell from a mile away. Nose full of (laughs) scents. Your scent. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So they have a line of hand and body lotions called Charity Pots. And if you purchase one of these items, part of the proceeds go to the Beagle Freedom Project. So Beagle Freedom Project, they rescue animals that survive captivity and cruelty including uh, lab testing. I was going to say, aren't beagles used in like a lot of cosmetic like lab testing? Mm-hmm. I believe that they are. Yeah, so they rescue and rehome animals that are used in experimental research. And I think the first ones that they did rescue were two beagles. And on their website, they have a video of that. Oh, my goodness. Um. They also rescue senior dogs and special need dogs from animal shelter, animal shelters, and they produce two documentaries. Uh, one is called Behind the Mask. Uh, it is on YouTube, like the full documentary. I started watching it, but I'm only like five minutes in, so I'll have to watch the rest and maybe do a little review on the next episode. Mm-hmm. And they also did the documentary Skin Trade, just to educate Uh, the public about all these like the cruelty the animal cruelty Mm -hmm. and yeah what else is there about them oh yeah the beagle freedom they passed the beagle freedom law uh, which makes it mandatory to adopt dogs and cats from labs in several states Mm -hmm. which is great yeah that's pretty awesome go lush and go Beagle Freedom Project. Yes. Um, this is like a very disturbing story on that note. <laughs> but I remember having a conversation with my sister and she was like hanging out with a group of friends and there was like a friend of her friends that was there and they were talking about like jobs and, and what they did for a living. And in the summers, she used to have a job with Johnson & Johnson and I hope we don't get into to trouble for mentioning this but her job was to go into a room full of beagles and sorry if this is disturbing but uh get them to ejaculate because they needed it for 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 testing and that was her job i was like oh my god how does how does that happen how does that is how does a person do that yeah it is it's very disturbing so yeah free those beagles (laughs) Those beagles. Yeah. All right. So I found a really cool website here with like, uh, and it was called um, how five pet adoption marketing campaigns are getting it right. So I have five different ones here and we can like bounce back and forth if, if we need to Vero, but um, these are like crazy, super cool. So these were the ones that I was like really excited to talk about. 
So the first one that they talk about um, is called the Shelter Pet Project. So it said like, you know, like social media is used almost in just about every industry. And um, one industry that has been coming up with some great campaigns is pet adoption. So it said upon finding that 2.4 million healthy pets needed loving homes each year, Shelter Pet Project teamed up with the Ad Council to create a solution to the problem. So the project took to YouTube to create a campaign that highlighted the rescue stories of pet celebrities so famous pets such as like keyboard cat and hamilton pug who have their own following and shared their stories from going from lonely to loved it said wow and the campaign also created the hashtag like hashtag start a story adopt for owners to share their own tale of like rescuing their animals basically so um it was like this youtube channel like that had all of these biographical pet tales and like with just like tens of thousands of like views on each one. And um, so what did it say? It said so far the campaign found that 37% of dogs and 46% of cats in America were either rescues from shelters last year. So it appears as though it's well on its way to increasing the adoption rates for good for pets like in the u.s so that's pretty cool yeah the shelter pet project y'alls it's fun stuff to look at like a lot of these different organizations have videos like there's just like so there's just so much there's just so much out there. i want to work for some of these i know well wait to speaking of working yeah sorry i don't want to cut you off no that's okay not done i was just gonna say i'm saving the best for last and that one's gonna blow your socks off but anyways you go ahead um, yeah, so speaking of working for cool companies, the company Cliff Bar, they encourage employees to bring their dogs at work. So I want to work, <laughs> I wanna work <laughs> yes, for Cliff I Bar. Yeah. And they encourage them to do some volunteer work on company time, which leads to a lot of like rescue or like animal shelter volunteering. So yeah, Cliff Bar. Cliff bar. Cliff bar. Cliff bar for the win. Way to go, Cliff Bar. <laughs> Yay for Cliff Bar. I'm gonna send you my resume. Are you ready for my next one here on my mm-hmm. uh, adoption campaigns? This one's really cool. So this one they titled it Furry Furniture. And basically what happened was this campaign tested in a couple of different locations, but more specifically Singapore and Arizona. So it's this campaign that's called Home for Hope. And they partnered up with, this is just so cool. This is just so cool. This is just so cool. They partnered up with Ikea. So you know how when you walk through Ikea, there's like, they have their like living room setups and their bedroom setups and stuff like that. So what this company and this project does is they take photographs of adoptable dogs and then they life-size print them. And they place them in these homes so you can picture what it's like having like a dog in your living room. And then on the back, you scan a barcode and it sends you to the site where you can adopt them. Oh. Isn't that so cool? That is so cool. Isn't that cool? So uh, like a I a great would, idea. It is a great idea. And I just thought like, like, so there's a video that you can watch. And it's just cool because these people are walking through Ikea and then there's just these cardboard cutouts of like these super cute doggies 
And then you can just like scan them and find out what shelter they're at and how old they are and all the information about them. And it was so it was tested in two locations, Arizona and Singapore, like I said, and every single animal featured was adopted. Isn't that insane? That's pretty cool. And, and, and they just say how this partnership is a perfect example of the positive effect that comes from big businesses partnering with, with charities to create like real change. And then it says with no assembly required. <laughs> is this uh, ongoing? I don't, it's gotta be like, I don't know. Like I didn't watch the YouTube video all the way through. And I, and this is the only thing that like, um, it's like in this like little, page that I found about like these different like adopting like strategies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I didn't look into it anymore but like I would yeah same thing it's like I want that to happen here we've got a big Ikea we could put like doggies that are up for adoption in there and yeah like how amazing is that oh isn't it amazing it's such a great idea how amazing so amazing is that the one that's supposed to blow my socks off no not even because that blew my socks off <laughs> I it blew my socks off it's very it's very intriguing mm-hmm. um all right you got one yeah so my next one um is a association called Merlin's Kids mm-hmm. so they rescue shelter dogs to train them to become service animals for children and adults with special needs cool So I think a lot of people, when they think about service animals, they think about like Labrador Retriever, Golden Retriever, German Shepherd, Mm -hmm. but they go to shelters and they rescue dogs and train them. And they train them uh, also to detect diseases such as cancer, diabetes, and seizures. How do they do that? We need to do an episode on that. Like look into like the training of like how, like, cause I can remember them talking about bringing like dogs into hospitals to sniff out like all the hospital born diseases like such as mm-hmm. like c diff and like all that sort of stuff are they not training dogs to sniff out covid covid i thought that they were yeah like how do they do- it's got to be scent training we got to look more into like how scent training is done but then again oh like- it's definitely scent well for sure I don't know. Because I remember like talking about scent training when we were talking about like the different types of training like for your dogs and we were talking about like the hunting and stuff like that. So so I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like you get like literally a Petri dish of like COVID and get the dog to smell like what? Smell it? And then like, yeah. like how would you eat? Diabetes? Like- I smell the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe the next dog that I get, I'll get them to be sent trained for diabetes and call them sugars. <laughs> sugars come on (laughs) (laughs) oh that would be amazing yeah well that's like super cool and I always thought about that too because like yeah like uh, I I'm sure there's certain breeds that are you know better set out or have the like breeding to do scent training better you know like all the like like Weimaraners and the the German short hair pointers and like those are all like hunting dogs right so you wonder if they have like an, an innate thing, but like, that's not to say that, you know, other dogs can't do it. Like when I was, I always use my, my mom will never let me live this down, but we always used to call Becky our little dumb dumb. Cause like, I don't know, I can't think of anything specific, but like, you know, she wouldn't get certain things or she would do like weird stuff and you'd be like, Oh, what are you doing? You little dumb dumb. <laughs> like, and anyways, but when I was getting ready to um get Gibbs, I 
was practicing with Becky and Becky took to training like so well. And my mom was like, see, and you were calling her dumb, dumb. She's not dumb. You are. (laughs) (laughs) She came to Becky's rescue. And Becky is, alas, not a dumb, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I think Wigan was a true dumb, dumb, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was just. He was more of a, like, apathetic. Apathetic. He was like, yeah. Yeah. So what? (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. Is it my turn? It is. So this is another one from my uh, adoption campaigns site. Um, And this one was called Puppy Love. So it said, most people take to the popular dating app Tinder to find fun hookups or love. Which is why interns at the marketing agency decided to showcase dogs willing to give just that. (laughs) And yeah, so what originally started as an idea for a marketing competition for interns at different agencies grew quickly into a reality. So the charity's social tease animal rescue needed a creative and fresh way to get out the word about dogs that were available for adoption. And um, that's when the great idea uh, struck. So in in amongst all the pictures that you'd be swiping through on Tinder, um, they made profiles for dogs that were looking for homes. So uh, initially when they released, released it, some of the Tinder users were like super confused, but it, all that did was create like a lot more buzz around like the the whole project right so all they had to do was swipe right and they would be matched with the information about the dog and where they could go and make it official so and downloading puppy love (laughs) i I know right and um so they started um expanding that into other similar platforms um to be used for doggy uh, adoption so I um that's awesome so it said uh, and here again like I love how they give you this little snippet of like like how it turned out and it said the campaign initially made 10 profiles for 10 different dogs and reported 2700 matches in just one week wow see like like this is the stuff that I was kind of looking for like when we decided to do this episode because I and I and I tried googling it and and although like you had to I think dig a little bit or choose your words correctly like when when searching for this stuff I remember hearing about like um a beer company in the state somewhere where and it like the dog was associated in the name of it somehow and on each and every beer label was a photo of a, a dog up for adoption and same thing it's just like when you when you partner up with these businesses and just get the word out there and like these beautiful and all you need is somebody who can take like a really sweet photo of a dog which there's tons of them around and Mm -hmm. then you have like these huge like successes (sighs) if anybody wants to partner with let's boop snoots (laughs) we are available and ready yes ready to be partnered yeah with lots of love yeah y'all care for doggos the dogs the woof woof uh i wish i could work with doggos all day me too so my next one is a car company a well-known car company called a subaru <laughs> isn't there a commercial where they say like you bought like a subaru for your dog or something like that 
So when I was like looking this up, like I found like a similar website that talked about like the mega uh, companies that support animals. And I remember reading about the Subaru one and um, I found a stat, I don't know if you read it too, where it said something like, I forget what the percentage of Subaru drivers owned a dog, but it was high. Like it was above 50%. Yeah. So when they found that out, they started like not only supporting like, like, um, you know, animal organizations, but they started including dogs like in their ads. So <laughs> that's they true. Were... Eh? Like there's always a dog. There and is. I, I think there's like a radio commercial saying like, oh, I bought a Subaru and somebody asks like, oh, for this. And he's like, oh, no, for my dog or something like that. Well, I think they made a, a Subaru commercial with two dogs driving the car. <laughs> and like and it's like dogs that are actually driving the vehicle or something like that because I found that like really quickly too but I didn't like uh. I continued on from it but it was like yeah it was, I found that interesting that because it's so funny uh, like when we first got scraps we had a Subaru and it was amazing <laughs> it was perfect scraps would just hop in the back like we had a Subaru Forester and they are like super <gasps> amazing vehicles for that's my next vehicle it should do it Hmm. And then when I get it, I can ask them to donate $250 with the purchase of exactly. my brand new car. <laughs> yes. So they donate $250 with purchase or lease of a new Subaru and you can um, choose the charity that you want. You could choose like Golden Rescue. <gasps> yes. Ooh, speaking of Golden Rescue... I feel like I have a golden rescue story on every episode. <laughs> That's okay. I am on the home visits team list now. Oh. Yeah. So I sent in an application to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And I felt a little limited on what I could do for yeah. the time that I can offer. Uh, so I marked down home visits. So what that entails is that if there's somebody in the Ottawa area that is looking to foster or to adopt a golden, then I would go do a home visit and see if they're suitable. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Way so to go. I don't think there, I'll have many home visits. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. It's, mm -hmm. it's good to, it's nice to volunteer. Uh, this is like on a side note from all of our dogo talks and everything, but volunteering is a, such a great thing to do, like no matter what you volunteer for, because anybody that you're volunteering with or the people that you are working with in whatever capacity you're doing it in are usually very passionate about what they're doing. And these are like mm -hmm. good people to donate. Your time is more charitable. I find than money sometimes, you know, money of course is very generous. Absolutely. It's very giving. And maybe some people don't always have like, you know, extra cash, but I find sometimes time more valuable than, than money for sure. You know, it can be, it's or equally as valuable as yeah. money. Um, ah, yeah. Amazing. Good yeah. for you. That's cool. Yeah. I wish I could do more, but. Hey, it's a good start. Mm -hmm. I would yeah. I, like, a, you know, I'm starting some more schooling in the new year and I'm going to be a little bit more busy, but I thought about doing the same thing starting or even like jo joining one of the apps, like the Rover apps where you go and walk dogs. I know you, you had mentioned that too, Vero. Yeah. I'm um, at the point where 
So you have to pay. They do like a background check. Mm-hmm. And I, I completed the whole like registration part up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just thinking, because I'm also starting school in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then getting my puppy. So I'm like, how much time am I actually going to have? And then I'm thinking about COVID and going to different people's houses. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but then I just like, I'm so close. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's tough. It's tough. So I think it's mostly like the COVID thing that's bothering me. Well, yeah. That's the thing. Now, mind you, you could just like wash your hands and you like you will have control over how you deal with entering another person's personal yeah. space. But but you, yeah, you got to think about how much time you have to offer when you commit to something, right? Yeah. But that's a good start with the Goldie Rescues. And yes. you can have Subaru give them your money. Take my yes. money, Goldie Rescue. Take, Take my, my money. money. If All my right. SUV could break down. <laughs> <Go Yes. laughs> a, a Subaru. All right. It's I going have... strong. It's going strong, that Acura of mine. Yas. You've had that thing forever. It's done you well. It All right. So I have a couple more on my um, different uh, ad- adoption campaign site here. So the next one um, was a campaign called Invisible Dogs. So it says this was a marketing campaign designed to make you look twice. So what they did was they had, uh, they made a whole bunch of stiff leashes and, and it was an idea behind the Best Friends Animal Society, it's called. And so they distributed a bunch of stiff leashes to people. And so that people were walking around with this leash with no dog on the end of it. And so that it would make people look and be like, what the heck is this person doing? And it was, and it's um, bringing attention to invisible dogs. So all the ones like sitting in shelters, not being seen by people. So this was done all over North America and they were trying to highlight the lives behind the cage of a shelter unseen from the world. So the distribution, distribution of thousands of these leashes created quite the buzz from coast to coast In a world full of online campaigns, this real-life marketing seemed to have an important impact. Um, The idea that one leash represented a homeless dog was apparent and encouraged for people to think twice before going to the pet store to find their next little friend. And it is uh, estimated that approximately a third of dogs in shelters in America are purebred, a lesser-known fact by by people going to look for a dog. Wow. So... um, and then they were just like, you know, I think this was, again, like a real life one. So they had people going out with these leashes and stuff and then just spreading the word on all of this. So this seemed to be like a, a huge, like sort of fact sharer. And they were just saying that there yeah. are 200,000 dogs that are available for adoption at any given time in the United States of America. And um, there's a lot of creative people out there. Yeah, there really is. So that one's cool because it's not like, although like the social media thing is like a super easy way to just like put stuff out there and like as all you need is like a partnership and then like it can really take off like as, you know, highlighted by the the, the Tinder one where they were using all the different like the super high volume like um, social media apps and platforms to to do that. But it's true. This one was very different. But I wonder like, you know, if I was, like, shopping downtown and saw somebody with invisible leash, I'd be like, what the heck? But, like, I wouldn't necessarily approach it. Like, I wonder how, like, what these people did. Were they, like, going around, like, with a megaphone being like, adopt a dog? 
it's 200,000 dogs or like written on the side of the leash well exactly like hashtag like you know this represents a sheltered dog invisible dogs or whatever so that you could go to the website spread a whole bunch of information through the website but also then you know have them be able to see the invisible dogs in the shelters I think that needs to be a huge part of it right like people look at a dog and they're just like oh my god so cute (laughs) Like every single time that I look at a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I win the lottery, like I just going to have a ranch of like hundreds of rescued dogs. I'll have to start something. I mean, volunteer. Yep. (laughs) Yep. We can be co-CEOs. Oh, amazing. Yells. How amazing. So amazing. Do you have any more companies? No, you go okay. ahead with the one that's going to blow my socks off. <laughs> okay, not yet, not yet, not yet. I still okay. have one last one on this adoptable one. And then I'm going to talk to you about my favorite thing that I found in this search. Oh my God, it's so amazing. And it's something like literally when I started talking about it, even my husband started getting excited. Okay, okay. But first, before the huge <laughs> showstopper of the day, um, this is the last one. So this was a project and it was called... Um, the Blue Cross Campaign for Abused Dogs. And it was a YouTube video and um, that they made showing a dog breaking free of the chains from its neglectful owners to find survival, safety, and freedom. And the campaign shows a host of other animals finding strength through the Gloria Gaynor classic in hopes of finding a, a loving home. And uh, the mission um, behind the cute, but heart-wrenching video was to shed light on the number of animals that find themselves in shelters due to abuse and neglect. So uh, it was also uh, included in the video was a hashtag um, support. <laughs> so instead of support, <laughs> support, P-A-W-T, was created so that um, loving animal owners could stand behind those animals. And um, it would... Uh, it was super cute and apparently it was trending on Twitter right away and they had over a million views on YouTube um, showing that the public does stand behind uh, abused an- uh, animals' ability to not only survive but to recover. Uh, so I thought that was super cute. Like, and all these things are yeah. just like all like nonprofit, like again, like it's like volunteers that are making this happen or like whether it be students and different projects and stuff but like it's awesome when these projects come about like because like you said there is like a lot of creative people out there and I just love seeing like these neat things and uh especially when it comes to the doggos you know you know okay are you ready are you ready for the super exciting one that I found so I was looking for different companies and just before I mention this one um I hope I'm not building it up too much but anyways (laughs) (laughs) before um i talk about this one uh i was looking for companies organizations we found these campaigns and stuff like that i mentioned on uh, last week's episode a company that i recently found that is here in canada called lucky dog coffee and i ordered from them a couple of christmas gifts and again an amazing company where you can not only purchase a project uh, product but support the organization of your choosing um But anyway, so in my search, like I was just looking for different cool companies and stuff, but I found this one and this has nothing to do with, um, um, you know, giving back to the community or anything, but are you ready? (laughs) 
So it's this company in the UK. And I'm not sure if there's any in the States anywhere. And I know for sure I have never heard of one in Canada anywhere. And I couldn't find one when I Googled. But it is called Tidal Pause, T-I-D-A-L. And it is a <laughs> it is a swimming facility for and they offer fitness swims and a whole bunch of different activities for dogs in pools. So teaching your dogs how to swim and just having like a big fun doggy swim. So it's a place for you to take your dog in and build their confidence and their social skills. And this place looks amazing. And I was thinking like- it's all indoors? It's all indoors. So like you can go- I think we do have some that are outdoors here. Well, we have like, so in our city, there's like the community pools that's staffed by the city of Ottawa, by lifeguards and stuff. And like in the summer, um, you know, families and kids can go there and they're sort of like these waiting pools. And then at the end of the day, before they drain the pool, they they open it to people and their dogs so the dogs can go and have a swim and cool down or whatever. But there is no indoor facility facility and like I looked all through this website but I thought how cool would it be to create a facility where you can either train dogs to swim you could have competitions like I mentioned on previous episodes Becky did this once at a pet expo it's and it's called um dock dogs where you teach them how to jump and they have contests so you throw stuff into the water and see how far they can jump so you could do a bunch of like fun activities and events around that but also um you know like we've mentioned several times um on our podcast um this is like a hugely hugely growing industry and there's a lot of people who are you know choosing dogs over having children (laughs) and so their (laughs) dogs become their life right and there's like nothing that you wouldn't do for your dog and even like if you had like a water facility there you could do physio for some of them like I watched a video of um you know a rescue dog and they thought he was hit by a car or something but he didn't have like there was something wrong with the musculature in his legs and he had to go for physio and it was in a pool where they had them like Mm -hmm. walking because like right it gives you that weightlessness and Mm -hmm. their ability to exercise and stuff like that and so they started that so you could even have like a a whole doggy physio section to it (gasps) so it could be like so, and, and, and again, like, so when I was talking about this to my husband, he's like, oh my God, yeah. Kate, like, would you let like humans in the pools? Cause then you'd need like lifeguards. Like that might be too And he started getting like so excited about the <laughs> idea of like opening Let's like an, an indoor, not like, like just fun and fitness, but also like training facility and also physio mm-hmm. like facility for people and their dogs. Right. So, um, that's pretty cool I thought that was cool I would I would totally take my dogs especially in the winter here like there's there's nothing to like you can take them outside but like when it's freezing rain and when it's like sometimes we get like nasty weather for like you know a whole week and like they're just chomping at the bit to get outside but even when they go outside and it's like minus 40 they're like you, you know doing the dance where they're like one paw one paw like the ground is too cold <laughs> for their paws where they're like ooh, 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 let me in let yeah. me in let me in there's some mornings where I would open the door and they would just flat out refuse to go outside like they were just like uh yeah no I'm not going out it's there too cold <laughs> so I just thought it was like a cool place and um to that would be such a fun activity to do with your dog. It would be. 
Becky would love oh, it. She is like the swimmer that. to the max. Like, oh, let's open up a let's boob snoots pool. Let's boob swim snoots. snoots. <laughs> let's snoot swim. Let's what? <laughs> let's what? boop pools. <laughs> let's boop dog swim. <laughs> let's. Let's. I don't know. I don't know what we would call it. Let's <laughs> snoot swim. <laughs> let's snorkel snoots. <laughs> Be like, just keep swimming. So there's like, you know, the dogs that dive down and can like get stuff out of the water. Like mm -hmm. Becky loved the dog dogs. I have a video. We'll have to put it up at some point. It was kind of embarrassing because it was like I signed her up. And these people are kind of cool because they have like a, um, this is actually another company that I can talk about. And actually I should probably look them up here and then I can tell you with certainty. But it's a, a company here in our area, and it's called Doc Dogs, and they are canine aquatic competitors. Hmm. And so when you go to their website here, and it's super cute, it shows like a little silhouette of a dog, like jumping into the water. And it says farther, faster, higher. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> like when we went to this pet expo, um, like anybody <gasps> could yes. sign their dogs up for it. So I signed Becky up at like, I don't know, she had like performance Stage, anxiety right? yes because <laughs> there was like a lot of distraction right and like the only place she's she ever just like runs and jumps off the dock is at the cottage right but here we're inside this like place but anyways dock dock dogs has a portable tractor trailer that they fill with water and they go to different festivals like in the area and stuff like that and um and you can register right there on the spot if you have a dog that's willing to do it so becky was like super frightened and she didn't like jump like she usually does like and we had to and the guy like gave me a ball he's like here like throw this in the water and i splash it in the water and she jumped off and everybody's like yay but like <laughs> um it was like super cute but they they do have these competitions so they even on their website here, they have a, a place called uh, results, rankings, and titles. <laughs> so they have Ooh. for like the highest jump. They have for like the longest jump. And they I think they even have ones that like dive down. But um, yeah, they're, they're super, a super cool company. I'm glad that we brought it up. But again, like they, they can, they have a portable thing and it's literally mm -hmm. just like, um, I, I'm, I'm so bad at estimating like measurements, but you know, it's like the size of a tractor trailer. Cause that's how they like pull it around. Um, and so they're mobile, which is really cool, but I think it would just be cool to have like a big facility where dogs could yeah. just swim just like we do. Like sometimes, like when my kids <gasps> were young awesome. and bored, I would take them to the pool. Like, and I'm sure people would love to have that available, like in the area. That would be pretty cool. And that's all I have to offer today. Me too. Um, if you guys know of any super cool companies or organizations or associations, we would love to hear about it. And um, thanks for listening today on Let's yeah. Boop Snoots. Let's Boop Snoots next week. Y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>